Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Sex Panther. What's going on? Oh, you know, I was actually really looking forward to today. I was kind of starting to get my groove back there in baseball, but then yesterday kind of kicked me in the ball. So I'm go- I probably won't bet any baseball today at all. Maybe chase Albert Pujols on the uh, home runs or something. You already but, got one. Uh, I saw we're two away, two away. Uh, went three and two last week. But the, the big thing for me, this, this gets me excited. Arch, I know you hate it, but we hit the parlay. Week one, the parlay, check mark. Phil, it must be Phil. Phil coming in for Max. Phil, we're getting, we're hitting parlays now. That's just what we do, you know. But <laughs> I had a question. It, there's baseball today. I had no idea. No, there's no baseball today. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we're, we're done with that. We're done with that. It's Saturday, Panther. Yeah. You know, we've got college football. There's NASCAR. There's NFL tomorrow. There's too much on the docket to talk about baseball. Absolutely. But before we talk NFL and all NFL and nothing but NFL. We're going to sit around the fire, everybody, and Philip is going to tell us a story. Arch, you know, it's funny. You know, the, the, the book club is growing at an incredible rate. You know, we're, we're getting three, four, five people a day, and it's, it's getting pretty big, you know. But then you, you enlightened me that we lost a member, um, I don't know, several days ago, just gone. And uh, with, with the comment section that he left... He said that it's because the NASCAR plays go up on Twitter anyway, you know, and true, they do. They go up an hour before the race after all the value of, is gone after practice and qualifying. And, you know, the lines are normally dollars different, sometimes $10 different. And um, he said it, he would have stayed in our, our little, little D uh, gen world if the plays were exclusive to the book uh, book club. Well, we hit a 66 to one exclusive book club play yesterday <laughs> with Eric Almarola grabbing the pole at 66 to one. And uh, that play never even made it on Twitter. So if that guy's listening, you could have paid for an entire year of the book club with a $5 bet. Oof. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that was tales from the book club. <laughs> Mistakes were made by that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff. Mm, man, I love it. Um, so, yeah, week one, we all did pretty well, right? It looks like it in the NFL. Oh. Well, I, I lost $49 oh, of my, of okay. my bankroll, which is, which is a success in the NFL for me. It's by <laughs> far my worst sport. Mm. It is. Your worst one? Yes. NASCAR, college football. NFL? That, that, is, that, is that the order? That's, that's fair. Dart, yeah, darts in there. <laughs> but darts is on a hiatus because the NFL is the black hole that sucks everything up. Uh, it, it is true. All right. It is true. <clears throat> and I mentioned pre-show. I mean, 
it's all, it's almost like you two don't even have jobs now. Like, like all you do is the book club, podcasting, behind the scenes. I'm not sure if you guys sleep. I know Phil's coming in here drained, first thing out of his mouth. We see his pretty face. He's got his bifocals on. He's got his hat, and he's like, "I'm so fucking tired." <laughs> you guys, are, you guys are the grindingest mother truckers I know out here, uh, making these fools some money. So uh, hopefully. Phil got enough sleep. Arch got enough sleep. I got 10 hours. I, fuck, I catch up on the weekends, man. <laughs> so uh, we, we'll bring the DJ in some solid football plays today. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to it. I'm going to pull this up on screen. This is just uh, action. Well, I'll be hunting for better lines, too, during the show. But let's get to work. Sex Panther, where are we starting? In the National Football League Week 2. I got Five games. We're going to start down in Nolens. The Saints are going to welcome in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, for some reason, I feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are defending Super Bowl champs, but they're not. They're not. This might be the farewell tour for Tom Brady, finally. Not because maybe he wants to, but because Giselle says, you're done, motherfucker. <laughs> you're done. You're coming home. Uh, but So that makes me think he's going out on a high note. He's got a, a, it doesn't sound like the marriage is on the rocks or anything like that that maybe we thought was going to happen. But uh, the Buccaneers are on the road. They For the second game in a row, they throttled Dallas last week. Um, so, and I'll be talking about Dallas here a little later on, but, uh, going against new Orleans, a team that is one and oh, but in my honest opinion, they lost that. They should have lost that game. Atlanta let one get away. Um, you know, new Orleans is going to play down to the level of the Falcons. I'm not high on Jameis Winston. He only had 269 yards passing. They, they need Kamara to run, but my question for that saints team is their defense. They gave up 416 yards total to the Falcons. I think they probably come close to that number again tomorrow with the Buccaneers. It's only two and a half, suspiciously low to me. I think it should be a little bit more than that, but I will take this Vegas gift. Give me the Buccaneers for one unit. I, uh, I agree with everything you say. It, it, it feels like a very simple handicap that you're getting Tom Brady given less than a field goal, and uh, and that's why I'm taking the Saints plus the two and a half. <laughs> this game absolutely stinks. Uh, Chris Godwin's out. Um, the the Bucks have a uh, offensive lineman out. Um, so you know we're we're down to two receivers to worry about in that in that Buccaneers um, you know roster. And Marshawn Lattimore is covering one of them. And so Jones is questionable too. So my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I do think that the the Saints at home uh, can take care of business. I'm not afraid to play this one on the money line either, but I'll I'll take the two and a half. Yeah, I'm leaning the Saints plus a two and a half in this one. Um, yeah, everything I agree with everything you said. Two and a half is always trappish, right? Always, always, always trappish. So yeah, I'm I'm leaning that way. All right, next game up. The Indianapolis Colts are going to go to Jacksonville and take on the Jaguars. Now, this can't come soon enough, right? After last year's debacle in Week 17, the Jaguars kept the Colts. Maybe I should say the Colts kept the Colts out of the playoffs. And then they're off to a kind of suspicious start here. They put up 529 yards of offense against the lowly Texans and still don't manage to win that game immediately boot their field goal kickers. So Blankenship was kicked off the team because of his uh, 
many errors in that game, missed field goals, bad kickoffs, like whatever that guy was supposed to do, he did it wrong. Uh, Now they're going against a Jacksonville team who lost to Washington. I don't think much of either one of those teams. I know some guys are really high on Carson Wentz. Um, I like Carson Wentz. I'm just not high on Washington's offense and their defense last week, uh, you know, against Washington was kind of suspect. So Jacksonville giving up almost 400 yards on the ground, or excuse me, uh, total yards, 313 in the air to Carson Wentz. Uh, That makes me think that Matt Ryan can really tee off and have a heyday. I I think last year's game, last week's failure, I, I don't know if there's any way to take last week in a tie situation as a failure is fresh. The Colts should win this and should win this big. I love the Colts tomorrow. Uh, I'll lay the three points for one unit. Totally agree here, Panther. And uh, it's a reunion. You know, Doug Peterson, Frank Wright, they're probably getting dinner yeah. on, uh, you know, tonight yeah. somewhere real fancy down there in, in Jacksonville. I don't think there is anywhere fancy in Jacksonville, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that, that what we saw in the fourth quarter of the, the Colts' furious rally is closer to what we'll see for this this team going forward. Um, it really started to click. Jonathan Taylor found some holes. Matty Ryan got comfortable. Um, they they certainly out yarded the Texans last week. Um, just a, it was kind of a an aberration of of scoring. They they left so much out there. So I am very very comfortable laying the three on the road here again uh, with Matt Ryan and the Colts. Yeah, I'm leaning the Colts here. I'm leaning them not quite not quite there to jump on it but uh yeah i've got some questions about the colts they, they have a lot of answers they need to provide uh before i feel like you know this is a, a both feet lock against jacksonville i tell you what if if frank wright loses this game he might not make it to the bye week I mean, he was already starting the season on the hot seat this this would full-fledged forest fire phil you're the colts guy would that make you happy to get rid of him or are you a- no i i like frank reich okay. uh I, I like him a lot and I just don't even don't even speak that to life, Panther. I, I just I, listen, I like Frank Reich, but his last year and then coming out of the gate this year, it just it he's I don't know if it's him or a coordinator, but uh, the, the the fans and maybe the front office start clamoring for change if they drop this game. Yeah, I, I, that's why I was kind of happy to see Carson leave because that that was my scapegoat in in you know for all the Colts shortcomings last year, but. There, there may be more trouble than than I thought. <laughs> All right, moving on. Game number three for me. I've got five today. We're going to go out the West Coast, do one of those uh, NFC West rivalries. Seattle is going to San Francisco. <clears throat> Seattle one and zero after that big win against the Broncos last week. You know that could have gone either way. You look at the statistics. The Seattle's offense not very good. 271 yards of total offense. Geno Smith only threw for 195. No semblance of a rushing game. San Francisco, conversely, they played in a freaking monsoon and still generated 340 yards of offense, 176 of that on the ground. They did lose the game, um, but I, I don't take that much away from that. You lost to the Bears in incredibly horrible conditions. Um, this should be a more of a, a wake up, I guess, to see who they are. I, I don't really know who these two teams are. I don't know what to make of Seattle with Geno Smith at quarterback. I really don't know what to make of San Francisco with Trey Lance at quarterback. 
But what I do know is I think nine points feels like way, way too many points. So I'm jumping on the Seahawks here, not because I think they win, but because I think they keep it in single digits. So give me those nine points and the sea chickens. Yeah, this this was one of my least favorite games of the week. Um, I'm all, I'm also on the Seahawks plus the nine and a half. And it's not because I think that that you know they can outright win. I, I think they're toast. The the offense looked anemic on Monday night, and um, I just hate Trey Lance more. I'm on <laughs> every single negative Trey Lance prop that you can be on, except for uh, rushing attempts. I did take his rushing attempts over eight and a half, mm. and uh, I just I don't think he is capable of leading this team. So although the Niners will win, they will not cover. Let's go Hawks. Mm. I can't believe I'm doing this. I cannot believe I'm doing this. Don't do it, Arch. I'm jumping on San Francisco minus the nine. Be right back. I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I do think I think uh, we've got a lot of things going on here. San Francisco's the better team. I, even with Trey Lance, no matter your feelings about him, I think they're the better team. Um, Seattle's coming off a massive emotional win. So they are. They're going to crash. They're going to emotionally crash. San Francisco has got a lot to prove after the monsoon game and, and just getting clowned by the Bears. It's not going to be a monsoon in San Francisco this weekend. They're going to roll. They're going to dominate. Give me the 49ers minus the nine. I'm still doing uh, 50 bucks as uh, 1%. There we go. Wow. Wow, wow. I did not see that coming. Well, let's, see if, let's see if you lay some more points. Next game up for me. The Bengals are going to Dallas. So much to talk about with these two teams. You know, the Bengals, despite their ineffectiveness last week, I think it's the best way I can come up with it. They, they completely outclassed Pittsburgh statistically. 471 yards. Joe Burrow, 338 through the air. Joe Mixon, over 100 on the ground. The defense only gave up 269, but there was just no way to get away from the mistakes. Joe Burrow was sacked seven times we had five turnovers four picks by joe burrow and we had a couple of missed field goals and game-winning opportunities in overtime like anything that could go wrong for the Bengals, it went wrong and they only lost by three points now you're going against a dallas team who doesn't have their fearless leader dak prescott you know they said six to eight jerry's saying four weeks they're not putting him on the injured reserve which does suggest it will be less than six weeks but listen no dak prescott no chance they didn't score a touchdown only team last week that didn't score a touchdown and listen i I know tampa bay's defense is good i don't think they're that good to keep somebody like dallas with the offensive weapons they have out of the end zone for a whole game Uh, they can't score a touchdown last week with dak prescott they might not score a touchdown this week without dak prescott so i love the Bengals. i think i think they win this thing just running away so i'm laying the touchdown and give me the Bengals for one unit yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're falling right into the trap there with, with all the the narratives. Now it is true that the Bengals looked awful, and um, they probably should have won that game if if you know the turnovers weren't a thing. The Cowboys, no Dak, Cooper Rush, welcome to the NFL, my friend. But this one falls into the the category that that Kyle and I work. It's you know when a first like when a backup quarterback mm-hmm. is is you know playing their first full game, we always take that team. Mm-hmm. And here's why. We think it simplifies the game plan. And also, you kind of have to, to check your egos at the door. You, you know, we're not going to be worried about, oh, we have to get Zeke 15 carries. Oh, we have to get, you know, 
so many catches and right. you know so many yards. I wasn't targeted all, enough. Yeah, yeah, cor- correct. Yeah. So CD Lamb, you're gonna have to gonna check your ego at the door. Zeke, you can run when we when we ask you to run. I think it's gonna be a simplified game plan for the Cowboys. I think this is gonna be a very very sloppy, tightly contested game. I want that seven and a half that you see there at Fanduel yeah, yeah. Arch. Uh, so I'm 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 taking that for a unit. I I agree a hundred percent. I want a piece of Dallas <laughs> plus the seven and a half, man. I love I love the first game of uh, backup quarterback, just like you. Maybe not game two, but game one, absolutely, because it's all hands on deck. There's no safety blanket there. There's no uh, safety net. Everyone's going to step up. And uh, I've got a lot of questions about Cincinnati. We should all have a lot of questions about Cincinnati. And at seven and a half, ooh boy. Panther, you're only paying the seven. Uh, Phil and I are getting plus seven and a half. I like it. Give me Dallas for 50 bucks. And Arch, we even saw this in the USFL a couple of times where it, where it worked out, like where the, the starting quarterback went down. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we took the team with the backup in their first week and, and it worked out. I think it was like 3-0 angle or something in the USFL, but we did that quite a bit. All right. Phil, I like living on an island. You guys fading me. I'm not, <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay. Wilson. Yeah. One more game. One more game. Arizona is going to Vegas. You know, both these teams. All right. Vegas played a competitive game against Chargers last week. They actually could have won that game. Uh, Chargers did everything they could to lose it. But the Raiders with the three interceptions by Derek Carr, it was not to be. Arizona, you know, 44 to 21. They, they abs- I don't even know if you can take any positives away from the ass whooping they took. From the Chiefs, the Chiefs were just absolutely clicking in midseason form. Their quarterback didn't um, break their ribs. His ribs. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, but Kyler Murray still struggling with no DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't know where to throw. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, even with the, the game scripted out, you know, you can't go to Connor. You can't run the ball. They still only managed um, managed two hundred five passing yards. Uh, against a, a Chiefs defense that just isn't really – I mean, they're, they're okay. They're just not like top five, top ten, and you still come away with 308 total yards. Leaves me really, really wondering if this Cardinals offense can duplicate what they did the first half of last year. But my biggest concern is that Cardinals defense, 488 yards. Patrick Mahomes went for 360. They still managed to run for 128 uh, that Cardinals defense was just a, a leaking Titanic. I mean, there was there was holes everywhere, and the Chiefs were taking advantage. So you look at the Raiders with Derek Carr. He's got his new weapons. He's got you know Devontae Adams, who looked really good last week. Darren Waller looked good. They've got the platoon at running back. I don't think the uh, this is another situation where I don't think the Cardinals offensively are going to be able to keep up. I'm going to think the Raiders show up at home, lay the five and a half, and I'm going to take the Sin City Raiders. Yeah, Panther. It's uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be me and you here, because uh, I know Arch is going to be on the Cardinals. That's where all the value is. I just can't do it. I think Kyler is is as dumb as the table that this computer's sitting on, and uh, I I, I got to take the Raiders. I I think um, I I think we'll see this offense continue to develop, uh, continue to be explosive. I don't know who covers Waller. I don't know who covers Devontae Adams. And Hunter Renfro will be, you know, clear underneath the entire day. And then Josh Jacobs, I, I just I I can't see the Cardinals covering, even though I'm I'm sure they'll win by 30. So give me the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm on the Cardinals, man. Plus five yeah. and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Las Vegas is at home and they're giving up five. What an odd number. Five. That's why I got you, Panther. Five okay. and a half is even <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. 
There's a lot of metrics out there that if you look at a little bit deeper that says that Derek Carr actually overperformed in week one. He should have had a worse game. I think he's I think he's going to regress a little bit this week. The, the Cardinals have nowhere to go but up. And believe I believe that this week in practice, the coaches had their ears. They had their full attention this time after they got absolutely humiliated. They're going to bounce back. I don't know that they win because I still think the Raiders are probably – <laughs> as of right now looking a little bit better but give me the cardinals plus five and a half 50 bucks i saw a meme um and it said that kyler murray was owen 42 during call of duty double xp week <laughs> <laughs> what else you got panther <laughs> that's it phil what do you got well i bet the entire board yeah. so i'll uh, take over on, from here phil, out of give bounds. Your thoughts. yeah okay, okay. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So we're going more towards the topish of the board. And we are looking at the New York Jets going to Cleveland. The Browns are minus six and a half. And the Browns did kind of, I don't want to say humiliated, but they won a game or they lost a game. A lot of people think they should have won. But I am going to take the New York Jets here. Everyone's little darling team out there. Plus six and a half on the road. I think this is going to be within a touchdown. So give me them for 50 bucks. Yeah, the Browns actually won that game. Oh, they won. uh, That's right. Yes. Against Carolina. Again, they probably... Could have lost, should have lost. They should have lost. Yeah, sorry. You know, Wish they that, would have that, lost. <laughs> Did you money? Oh, yeah. you. I money lined it. Two units. That was my add-on game. I, just, I would have been three and one last week if I didn't add that game on. Oh, You're welcome. Uh, you know, my takeaway from the Jets is the score says they got they got whacked by Baltimore, but they did not. They beat Baltimore statistically in every single category. They beat them offensively. They beat them defensively. They beat them in turnovers. They beat them across the board. Hmm. They just couldn't get in the end zone. And I think that's the problem we're going to see with the Jets is just their ability to finish drives and put points on the board. Going against the Browns, I still don't love this Browns team. Um, But what are we laying here? Six, Six and, and a half. half. Yeah, that feels like too many. That just feels like way too many. So, uh, not a game I'm on. I'm leaning the Jets with the six and a half. If they could finish drives, this is going to be a competitive team. 
Yeah, completely agree. And I'll even bring Kyle into this. He was so bold that he even went money line on the Jets. I like it. I like that play. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is going to be just an ugly, ugly game. And, you know, I think I think after this one, maybe we can open up the is Joe Flacco elite conversation again <laughs> as he leads the Jets to victory. I, I did not see enough from the Browns to to be able to lay a touchdown with them at home, on the road, on a neutral Nowhere would I feel comfortable laying a touchdown with the Browns. So I'm going to take Joe Flacco. I I, I think he does enough. And um, the six and a half is way too many. Letdown game? Letdown game for the Browns, you think? I I mean, they look like they were in a letdown game last week. I mean, they, they, they were not very good. Jacoby Brissett, I think, um, by all the metrics, I think he was the 31st ranked Oof. quarterback last week or, or something like that. I don't have it in front of me, but... He was awful. So they won despite Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, he and, only had 147 yards passing. Is there anything to take away from last week's game? Because that was the Baker Mayfield game. Is that is there a reason for regression? They don't they're not up to beat Baker or anything like that? Any emotions play here? I wondered that too. Look I like, don't know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please, please. I was just gonna say it didn't look like, you know, you know, after the game and before the game that anybody was Given Baker paying him any mind, I, I I don't know if that angle played at all in that game last week, except for Baker. Okay. All right, moving on. New England is going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had quite a performance in week one. Man, I can't wait. We've, I've been banging this drum all, all preseason. I can't wait for Mitch to play himself to the bench. Uh, but right now we're stuck with him. Steelers are plus two and a half at home against the Patriots team. That is not very good. Let's be honest. They're not. This might be the worst defense Belichick's had in the history of New England. It's pretty porous. I think the the the, the Steelers can keep it close. I don't. I don't know if they win, but I know they're going to keep it close. So give me the Steelers for fifty bucks plus two and a half. Well, I, I know you don't think of Trubisky as much as I do, but I think I probably like Trubisky maybe more than Mac Jones. Um, the, the the problem is, and I talk about this when I referenced the, the Bengals, the Steelers got absolutely shredded defensively. The Bengals put up 471 yards, and that's in spite of all the miscues and the mistakes. Now, New England isn't going to be anywhere close to that kind of offensive production. They can't really run the ball. They only got 78 yards rushing last week against Miami. Uh, they don't really finish drives. They don't have any real big-name receivers. Uh, I could see this being an incredibly low-scoring game. I'm seeing a total of 40-and-a-half. I don't know that I'm necessarily on this game. I like Pittsburgh plus the points at home, but I might – in the book club, I might do something with that total. I'm, I'm looking at that under there, but okay. this, this, these are just two underwhelming teams right now. I know preseason, I was I kind of excited about Pittsburgh's prospects, but man, they got to show me more because they did not look very good last week offensively. So uh, just a lean on the Steelers at home. All right. Yeah, there, there's there's a few things I learned uh, betting the NFL is you you just can't always trust your eyes, and I think. You know, if you're just looking at the box score, if you're just a casual fan, you see that the Steelers beat up on the Bengals and the Patriots lost a terrible game uh, to the Dolphins. So with that, I'm taking the Patriots here. The, the Steelers weren't nearly as good as, you know, the box score would indicate. They were gifted the five turnovers. And if you can't win in the NFL, you know, being plus five in the turnover department, 
then you don't belong in the NFL. So they did what they were supposed to, and they almost blew it. So I think what we're going to see is is Mac Jones will be a little bit more efficient this week. Coach Belichick has a, another week to coach up this terrible defense. But I think I think this might be step number one and a half of getting Trubisky to the bench. I, I think we're going to see a little bit better of a defense this week. Go Pats. All right. Uh, scrolling down, got one last play. You know, one time in the book club, I jokingly said, if at least one of your plays doesn't make you sick to your stomach, you're not doing it right. And here we go. Atlanta is on the road in Los Angeles. The Falcons are plus 10 against the Rams, who are most assuredly going to look for some revenge in week two after they got humiliated. I think I think they do win, but I think Atlanta, surprisingly not as bad as I thought Atlanta, is going to keep it close. Give me the Falcons plus 10 points for 50 bucks. Yeah, totally agree. As a matter of fact, this game made me so sick to my stomach, I couldn't bet it because I was... <laughs> I was the same way. I'm like, man, Atlanta's catching 10. Like, what did we see out of the Rams that suggested that they're going to rebound? And, and they're going to rebound, but 10 points better. I think we really shit on the Falcons preseason maybe more than they deserve. That I don't think this is a team that is going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then they're going to lose their fair share of games, but they showed they were incredibly competitive against the New Orleans Saints. Very well could have won that game. The Rams, I think we got a lot of questions. And for me, it's still Matt Stafford. Uh, there's something wrong with him. I know he didn't play in the preseason, and he didn't look right in that game. Still no uh, Van Jefferson. The the ineffectiveness at running, right? They only 52 yards rushing. Now, now part of that was being completely game-scripted right out of whatever they wanted to do because Buffalo just beat the shit out of them. But um, that defense gave up 418 total yards, almost 300 in the air. I expect Atlanta to be a little bit more balanced. They run the ball really, really well. So, yeah, I'm with you. I completely agree. Just not – I just couldn't get there. It made me too sick to my stomach. I lean on the Falcons. Yeah, I, I'm i I'm on the Falcons. Last night during the show, I was actually able to grab a rogue 10 and a half. Good. Good. And I said the only reason I'm playing it is because there was a 10 and a half out there. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like that is gone. Mm. Um, but – you know, if, if it comes back, I, I would feel comfortable playing the Falcons again. I think Mariota does enough with his legs. I think he had 12 carries and a touchdown uh, in week one to be just really annoying and, and move the sticks and keep drives alive, chew the clock. And that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to shorten this game somehow because the Rams are certainly the better team. Um, so Cordero Patterson, they use him in just a variety of roles. You know, he and Mariota. Kyle Pitts, I, I think I think that they can get it done and just at least stay within the number. I'm not saying they're a threat to win this game because they are most certainly not. But um, I, I, I do like some of the things that they did last week. I think that Saints team is better than, than you know, maybe we gave them credit for in the preseason. So maybe we'll look back and be like, wow, the, the Falcons played like heroes to, to lose that one at the, the gun. So um, I like the Falcons plus the 10 and a half. If it comes back at 10, I'm staying away. All right. Phil, was there any games that we didn't talk about that you think you uh, you should draw our attention to? My favorite game of the week is the Panthers money line over the Giants. And I, I think I got plus 115 or something like that. I, I think, you know, to me, it looked like the Giants 
are a better product than again than we we thought in the beginning of the year. I, and I think that's a a testament to coaching. They they look like a much better football team. So I think we're going to see uh, the Giants certainly be better than than what most critics had had given them credit for in the preseason. But I think Baker gets it done. And I went two units on the money line again. He owes me money, and I'm here to collect it. So I think we're going to see them um, really engage Christian McCaffrey this week. We saw that the offense can work, and hopefully it does work. So I'm, I'm on two units on the Panthers' money line on the road. Panther, any thoughts on that game? Is he here? I'm not looking at the screen. Uh, he's I, mute. I hit oh. the mute button. Um, I think not as many thoughts, but more questions. You know, Mayfield was pretty ineffective last week. Uh, he only threw for 235 yards. He had the one interception. My big question is McCaffrey only getting 10 carries. Like Christian McCaffrey has to run the ball. And I get it that they target him. He's a big part of their passing game. But if he's not going to run the ball, the Panthers are going to create their own problems. Um, Barkley being healthy. This is something that we haven't seen from the Giants for like two years, three years. Barkley is never healthy. And you saw what he was capable of last week. 18 carries for 164 yards. This guy can be an absolute beast when he's healthy uh i saw this at one and a half and now it's even trickling up to two so i think my initial reaction was maybe the giants at home i was completely impressed with their victory over the titans um even outproduced them in yardage so i I probably looking at the giants here yeah the way it's looking right now i'm on i'm leaning carolina uh tomorrow morning when i release the full card my whole bets i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they were on there (laughs) but uh you got to be in the book club to see that so right now it's just a lean just a lean on carolina Awesome. I'm, I'm glad that somebody kind of maybe might agree with me. So, well, I'm gonna, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I, I feel like we would be doing Kyle a huge injustice if we didn't talk about what, what he thinks is the biggest, most important game of the week, the Eagles and Vikings. I think that the Vikings win on the money line. I took him at plus 116 for a unit and he took his birds. So we, we, uh, we have a fight here We're, we, we knocked heads. Um, I just I, I don't know if the Eagles have anybody that can cover Justin Jefferson. I don't think Slay is capable. I don't think anybody in the NFL is capable. Um, he may be the best receiver in the game. Now it, we're going to be seeing Kirk Cousins in prime time, so he has maybe had a few struggles in prime time before. But you know maybe this new look offense is enough to take care of that. It, just to, to cut Kirk loose. So I like the Minnesota on the money line. Arch Panther, what say you guys? Not a game that I looked at because it's Monday night. We typically don't talk about Monday night until Monday morning uh, with Mad Max. So um, I, I, I will say this, the games of the week, it looks like the NFL scheduled them for Monday night because I, I'm super excited for Tennessee and Buffalo and Minnesota and Philadelphia. But um, yeah, that that's going to be a fun game. Of course, I'm going to sleep right through it, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably I think I probably trust Minnesota's offense and believe it or not, trust Kirk Cousins a little bit more than Jalen Hurts. So I I'd probably be looking at the Vikings, uh maybe even on the money line. What's the Vikings spread? That's I Vikings think it's are two. Plus two. Oh, okay. Vikings. Hundred percent. Guys, I couldn't love either one of you more than in this moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we get out of here real quick, um the, the 
again, I know you bet them all, Phil, and but one of the one more intriguing games for me. Miami's at Baltimore, and I came really, really Ooh. close to to looking at this game. I think Baltimore is getting way more love than they deserve, and Miami's getting a little bit more disrespect, and particularly Tua, um, than they deserve. I like Miami here. What, what say you guys? Uh, I'm, I'm on the Ravens, and I I, I may be drinking the Kool Aid, but uh, it looks like Dobbins is going to be available to play on Sunday, and I think um, you know. Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman really started to develop, I think, in the, in the offseason. And they they showed that they can be real weapons out there to help out Mark Andrews. So uh, I think with Lamar Jackson, he's the one guy in the league that you have to, you know, game plan completely around and try and take him away. And I don't think this Dolphins team can do it. So I really, really, really like the Ravens uh, in this spot. And I am very comfortable laying the six and a half or whatever it is. Three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, three and a half. I'm sorry. Three and oh, a half. That's okay. Man, this is, uh, yeah, I hate, I hate this one. I hate this game so much. I guess I'm going to be leaning Miami with the three and a half. Three and a half is always such a pain in the ass to bet. Uh, just to ask the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, I'll lean Miami with the points in this one. All right. That was, that was like the big game that I wanted to talk about. Anything else we want to cover? I don't think so, right? I think we hit everything. We hit everything we wanted to hit. Yeah, nobody's touching those double-digit lines with the Broncos and the Packers. Gross. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> tempting. Tempting with the Packers. Not, not, not going to do it. All right. What did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL Week 2. We made our bets. We're going to make more bets in the book club. I'm going to head over there. And this won't be on Twitter. I don't tweet all these just for They're book exclusive. Club. Yeah, exclusive for the book club. We talked about uh, why you might want to be in the book club if you uh, like NASCAR. And for the love of God, read the post. There's one post. There's one post when you join the book club at the subscribe star page. Just read it. Follow the d- directions. It's so simple. But for that, Bill, any final thoughts? No, no. We, we've got a full day of college We've got a NASCAR race tonight, NFL tomorrow. This is my favorite time of the year. Um, sleep is optional. Let's do this thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, with NASCAR, college football, baseball wrapping up, um, NFL football, like this is sports haven. We got hockey and basketball right around the corner. It's about to be a sports better's paradise. Um, so before we get out of here, Phil, Last week's parlay hit. I, I need your stone cold lock of the week. I'm doing it. I'm I'm taking the Panthers on the money line. Oh, ooh, Arch. Mm-mm-mm. Give me the New York Jets. Like Plus six and a half. One. I like that one. Uh, I am. A, I don't. I'm on an island, and I'm going to take those Bengals minus the seven points. No, they're blowing the oh. piss out of the Cowboys. They're going to kill them. I would recommend uh, a round robin here and just put uh, the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings money line along with the Jets <laughs> spread into a separate parlay. There you go. Uh, I'll just add to Martingale. I thought we do that. <laughs> Grab the Vikings on Monday night. You know, before we get out of here, uh, we've had Phil talked about it every day. Every freaking day, we're getting new members. Yesterday, after the main show, we picked up two new guys. Uni B Knowledge, 
and Putt for Par joined it. And then this morning, right before the NFL show, uh, Phil, one of your guys, a NASCAR guy, Happy David, joined in. So uh, welcome to you guys. Welcome to the Asylum. Glad you're here. Hope you enjoy everything in the book club. And um, if you guys want to be part of the book club, that's where we hang out. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But it is the Discord channel. It is our book club. And that is where... It is a 24-7 operation, a 7-Eleven. They never close. I swear, nobody in there sleeps. It's constant, constant banter and betting. So get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. You can bet this parlay of the Carolina Panthers, the New York Jets, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, God, you're killing me, Phil. (laughs) Uh, Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're doing this week. When it's all said and done, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.